You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Sal Capaccio. Filling up right behind the Bills bench right now with their flags and their hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 let's go Buffalo Chant on WGR Sports Radio 550. Okay, just in the last few minutes, it has been announced the Bills are losing Tremaine Edmonds to the Bears. And so our timing here, ideal to have Sal Capaccio with us just in the wake of this breaking announcement. And Sal, I mean, we kind of knew the score when it came to Edmonds and the Bills. He was, uh, everybody thought, in great position to do well, very well in free agency. This is like very, very well to a Bears team that we also knew, uh, you know, had a lot of money to spend and a lot of room. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, for sure, guys. Give me one second. Sorry here. Just uh, speaking of the score, I think they're trying to call me from Chicago, and I got to hit this button to tell them to stop. I'm on the <laughs> air on. right now. Um, anyway, so let's call one yes, of their guys. This makes right sense. Now. Right. Um, hold on one second. So yeah, there you go. So no, okay. Sorry, my 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 fault. All right. So yes, Tremaine Edmonds goes to the Bears. I he was kind of a guy that um, you know they. The Bears had been rumored to be in on, but then they signed Edwards from the Eagles. Right. And I thought that meant they were out on Tremaine Edmonds. Obviously not. They didn't give Edwards a huge deal. They're both middle linebackers, but, you know, in this day and age, you can kind of move guys around and things things like that. You know what I mean? So uh, it seems like, you know, the Bears are loading up. The Bears have made a lot of moves. So let's talk about what this means for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, five years in Buffalo. Drafted him in the first round in 2018. Um, becomes a nice player for them. He's got a couple Pro Bowls under his belt. Obviously, they would have loved to have retained him. That's draft, develop, retain. That's the philosophy of the organization. But you can't do that with everyone. Now we're getting to the point where these guys are getting too expensive. They're playing into their fourth, fifth years. You're going to have to try and resign them. Bills don't do that. Uh, they do have Matt Milano back on an extension. Well, not even back, but he ha- he's going to be here for a little while longer. And now the Bills have to figure out what to do in the middle of their defense. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to know. Maybe someday we'll find out. I wouldn't anticipate it being soon. Like just how how far they were willing to go, you know, like how how much the Bears blew them out of the water, if it if that's a, a phrasing to use, you know. Like I wonder what the limit was for the Bills on Edmonds because I I know they valued him and I and I appreciate like the things that he does do for that defense and what he's meant to that defense. But you know, you mentioned Milano, Sal, and you you were on you were on track there, like thinking that 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 was something that they might want to do to free up some room, um, and even solidify his standing with the team. So that happened over the weekend with the with the a couple of years added on to the tail end of his deal. I just never thought it would make a lot of sense to have, you know, him at a, on a on a pretty big contract and then Edmonds on an even bigger contract in the middle of your defense. 
Yeah, Matt Milano gets more money too. Added on, he was going to count thirteen million on the cap this year. Uh, he had a base salary of over nine million dollars. Um, reportedly, it's fourteen million dollars or so in new money for him. So good for him. But that allows the team to spread it out a little bit. They can lower his cap number this year. I think they cleared probably around um, over six million dollars on the salary cap, you know, for his signing. But yeah, I had heard that the Bills were doing something with Matt Milano. They were interested in at least to do something with his contract. So I took a look and said, okay, this is what makes sense, right? What makes sense is he had two more years left and then two void years. What that means is the Bills would pay for those years, but he wouldn't be under contract. That's just a way to spread out the money. They basically took those void years, put them under contract, and that made it a lot easier to give them more money so they could spend the money down the road a little bit easier. Um, you know, from my understanding, basically this came down to did Matt Milano – just want it, Did he want to hit free agency in two years at the age of 30? Or was he okay staying in Buffalo until really his offseason age 32, where he probably won't get any really sort of huge money deal at the linebacker at that position? Mm-hmm. Ultimately decided that, obviously, staying in Buffalo, making it, getting the money now. And I'll be honest with you guys, I think cementing a legacy possibly here. Like, this is a player that now already has one first-team All-Pro. He could be, if he plays out this contract, he'll be 10 years with the Bills. A first-team All-Pro with the success this team has had, I think this is like one of the. This could be he could be considered an all-time Bills great essentially after this contract runs out. So it's Milano going forward and not Edmonds. Sal, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, I know you know a lot, but Edmonds is very young for yes. his experience level. <laughs> Thanks. You know, first-round pick. I want to say that both Edmonds gave them value for a mid-first-round pick. Like he was not. At all a bust, he played all the time, you know, he was all over the field. Not a perfect player, certainly a player that fans had all kinds of different opinions about. I do kind of think you, you, there were times when you wanted more, you know, from Edmonds, yeah. but um, in five years, he did a lot for the Bills. He did. He's a good player. Um, I don't know if he ever rose to the status of... Uh, the issue is this. With Tremaine Edmonds. And, you know, I told you, Chicago Radio's calling me, and they're gonna, I'm going to go on with them later. They're going to ask me about Tremaine Edmonds. Here's exactly what I'm going to tell them, guys. I'm going to say, he's a really good player. Like, he's one of the better middle linebackers in this league, and he's super athletic, and he can do a lot. But he's never risen to making the game-changing, impactful plays that you hope a guy in his position, drafted where he was, is able to make. Now, maybe they tap into that somehow in Chicago. Whatever that looks like. But that's been the issue with him. I would also say he has gotten overwhelmed by bigger offensive linemen at times. We've seen that. You know, he's a tall guy. He's not a super big guy. You know, what he does and gives you in ranginess and length and athleticism, he lacks in point-of-attack strength. And I don't know if that's going to get any better with him because he is a really tall guy and he is 25 years old. As much as he's young, you know, he's probably that's probably tapped out on him. Maybe he gets a little stronger. But that's always been the knock on him. You know, going back his rookie year, always a little late to diagnose things. I think he's gotten a lot better there. I don't think he's great at it, but I think he's gotten better there. So, But still, getting to the point of attack, still being a guy that kind of got a little swallowed up by some of the bigger guys, not necessarily by size, but by strength. But I'm not going to sit here and knock his career in Buffalo. He's been a nice player for them, and I think the Bills would have loved to retain him, and I think that it would have been nice for the Bills to keep him. He's getting $18 million a year, though. And I just think that's too much for the Bills to pay, and obviously they must have felt the same. That is Bulldog, uh, if you want to come in here next, exactly what Brad Spielberger predicted he would get. 18? 18 to 19 a year. He was hearing that at the Combine, so um, that turned out. 
I wonder, I mean, not, not that it's of grave importance to us, but I'll be curious to see how the Bears will use him. Because, Sal, you referenced yep. who's the player from Philadelphia. His name is escaping me. Uh, Edwards, JT Edwards, Ed- TJ Edwards. Okay. TJ Edwards. Yeah. yeah. TJ, like, sorry. I, I, I JT. When, when they signed him, I, like you, thought, well, the Bears are probably out on Edmonds. Maybe that makes it yep. more likely the Bills can keep him, at least maybe one suitor out. I, I wonder if they will try to use Edmonds – in different ways than the Bills did, right? Like, because he is a big athletic guy, and maybe they envision like moving him around the board a little bit more than having him just be like a space eater. And I don't know how that sounds. Like, you think of a space eater like a like a nose tackle, but really, I think Edmonds' value lie in taking away passing lanes with his length and and his coverage ability. And this year, the grades finally sort of met the athleticism and, and thus the big contract. I just wonder how they're going to use this player because $18 million is a lot of money for a guy that hasn't been in line to make a lot of splash plays for the Bills and simply didn't make a lot of splash plays. I wonder if they'll give him more opportunity to you know, come, come off the edge kind of thing or, or even you know, blitz up the middle. Just use him in different ways because otherwise I think you're kind of lighting money on fire. Yeah, you know, I've said this to you guys before. Um, I think Tremaine Edmonds' true position in the NFL is a 3-4 inside linebacker. I don't think he's a true 4-3 middle, but he's not an outside line. He's not an edge rusher, right? But you're right. You, know, you could move him around. But I think he's a 3-4 guy. I think he's a guy that you want him in the middle. You want that length. You want him to be able to, you know, kind of put his arms out and cover the middle of the field there when teams are trying to dump it down. And at the same time, it allows him to kind of go up and downhill. He's not horrible at it. He does, like I said, get swallowed up sometimes, but when you're right in the middle of the defense, you know, now you're A-gap to A-gap. That's a little bit tougher. Um, I, the, but the Bears don't run that defense, and they're not going to run that defense. They're a 4-3 team, so it is interesting. Yeah. What are they going to do? Um, I, I wonder if one of them moves to a different spot, a strong side or a will, uh, whether that's Edwards or Edmonds. But related, I, I've seen a lot of talk from Bills fans over the last you know, 48 hours since the Milano extension about moving Matt Milano to middle. And I'm here to tell you, look, I get the thought. I'm not making fun of anyone who says that. I just can't see it happening. Matt Milano can play Mike linebacker. I I think he could play the position, but he's a much better will linebacker because he would have to go up and downhill a little bit more. He would have to have more on his plate to not be able to go sideline to sideline. He is really good where he is. He's a first-team All-Pro where he is. He's also only six foot two twenty-five. Now, look, the game has changed. We know that you're not looking for Mike Singletary's anymore in the middle or Ray Lewis's. The he he could do it. You could you could have a smaller guy in the middle and go go sideline to sideline. But he's going to take more punishment. And I don't think that's something the Bills are interested in. Matt Milano. So it is an interesting thought because you do wonder what they're going to do at that spot now. Well, let's just move on with that. Like, I don't know if you have a player or sort of like a dollar figure. You're you're talking already about style of player. The Bills have to figure out how to replace him. Okay, so you guys remember, like, towards the end of the year, I said, I think what the Bills might need to do here is look for more of that thumper. Look for someone that might be more of a compliment to Matt Milano. And I, I wonder if they're going to do that. Look, there's always A.J. Klein who's been nice in that role. He's not Tremaine Edmonds. He's not a necessarily a 17-game starter. But I think he's done well in that role when he's been asked to do it. The Bills did draft Terrell Bernard 
last year in the third round. He's actually more of the same kind of guy, though. He's more of the Milano-Edmonds guy than he is the plugger. However, it's a third-round pick, and you wonder, you know, is that the kind of guy that they're going to say, we're going to use this asset because we, you know, we spent this asset on him, so that's what we're going to do here. So I wouldn't be able to tell you a name necessarily, Mike. I would say, I mean, you know, some, are they going to go out and sign Bobby Wagner? I can't see that. I mean, they just they let Tremaine go for that price. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to want to use that kind of money to allocate to the position you can get a guy like an aj klein on a more of a a minimum type deal you can have a guy like terrell bernard that you as on a rookie contract to me those are probably more of the options here than signing a a, a big name guy but i think they might want more of the downhill guy to play middle linebacker sal capaccio on the west her hotline this this the uh, bills sign guard connor mcgovern there are two in the NFL, yeah. that's confusing, but the Bills get one of them, one of the Connor McGoverns from Dallas, uh, immediate starter, four years in the league. This makes sense. We thought they'd attack line. They're doing it. Yeah, for sure. Um, McGovern is a guy who fits the Buffalo Bills profile to a T. He is really versatile. He can basically play all five positions on the line. I mean, maybe not left tackle. I think he played a little right tackle. He was moved to right tackle. So four out of the five, I'd say. He did play a little right tackle for the Cowboys in a pinch. He has played. He can play both guard spots, and he can be a center as well. But here's the other part. He can actually play like fullback, H-back, like a Reggie Gilliam-type role. He's done that in in Dallas. And I'm not predicting the Bills are necessarily going to put him in that role, but it's a nice guy to have to be athletic to be able to move around. He's considered much more of a pass blocker than he is a run blocker. And the Bills struggled. What's funny is if you go back to... McDermott, I think it was, who said it. I can't remember. Around was it? I think it might have been around combine time, and I, I, I forget exactly. But he mentioned like pressure up the middle, interior pressure. He got a pressure a little bit too early. I think that's why they focus on this. They got a more known pass blocker in the middle of their offensive line to help Josh Allen not get that pressure too early to have to bail out of the pocket. What did Brandon Bean say? Too many hits. Josh had to, you know, Josh last year, if that one thing that we could fix is that happening. Well, that happens because he's bailing out of the pocket and a little more, you know, susceptible to those things. So this makes sense why the Bills would make a move like this. You know, it's an interesting pivot, though, because right last year, wasn't Saffold brought in as kind of the opposite of that? Yeah, he was. It's interesting. Um, He was brought in to be, we want to be able to run the ball a lot Mm -hmm. better. Well, I guess, you know, um, you you react to the way things go, and Saffold didn't help that much in either regard as towards the end of the season. I think he just really struggled a lot. Uh, maybe they feel that, you know, and the, the Bills did run the ball pretty well last year. You know, I gave you guys the stat. James Cook, if he has 11 more carries, he's literally the top running back in the league in yards per carry at 5.7. Um, he just didn't have enough to qualify. He did a really good job there. Maybe they feel like they've done a nice job with their scheme and Aaron Cromer coaching where, hey, you know what? We can, and it's not like Connor McGovern can't run block, right? So, hey, th- we can get a guy here who can help us there, but really what we need is someone to protect because you're right, Bulldog. This seems like a little bit of a change of philosophy from a year ago. It's also, for this team, relatively speaking, a change of pace. Any running play, any any handoff is that. So it's just the, the, you sort of a built-in advantage for teams that are so good throwing the ball when it comes to um, their run game. Sal, how about uh, backup quarterback here with Case Keenum going to Houston? I don't think that's necessarily surprising that he wouldn't be back, but we didn't know for sure. What are the Bills going to want to do? Will it be someone else like they've done in Keenum and Trubisky with experience, even 
playoff experience, if that matters? Or is there some reason to think Allen being another year older um, that they would look in a different for a different type uh, at quarterback or backup quarterback rather? Well, let's remember they do have Matt Barkley on the roster. Um, you know, he satisfies to me what they like having a veteran guy, another veteran in the building. But you, but Barkley just screams like another practice squad type guy. Is he the guy that's going to come in and be able to win, you know, three out of four games if something happens to Josh Allen? I'm not really sure if they feel that about him. Um, there's two ways they can go here. They've pretty much operated by the philosophy of if something happens to Allen, we need somebody with experience to come in to keep the ship afloat because we're trying for the number one seed and any one loss can cost us that. The other way to go about it as we talked about do they want to go and grab somebody young to develop him i just feel that if you do that what's the point because he's not playing in his rookie deal he's not playing in his first four years yeah you developed him then what well you have an asset that would be nice but if he has to come in for josh allen eh, you know now you're actually relying on a rookie backup quarterback to win games it never it's never felt like the bills really wanted to go that route but i wouldn't I wouldn't dismiss it, obviously. They may feel like maybe the time has come to be able to do that. And, you know, maybe you look two, three years down the road. If Josh starts to take a little more punishment and you've developed somebody, maybe you have somebody that can come in in case something does happen to him. All right. Um, Just seeing Pat Leonard, New York Daily News, reporting that the Giants have interest in Cole Beasley. That's interesting. Um, Let's see. So there could be more today. I know when we talked earlier today, I'm like, what do you want to do? We're not into the Sabers game until six thirty. So um, if there's anything else, we'll uh, we'll you know hopefully if you're on the score at the time we contact you, you'll be able to just don't blow up that interview. I, I have yeah. to tell you, here's what happened. I, I kind of screwed up. They texted me right when I was coming on you, and he said, "Hey, can you come on with us? We're on the air until six p.m. Central, which is obviously seven obviously seven p.m. our time." I misread it as saying, "Can we call you at that time?" So I said yes. Yeah. So they called me as I was going on with you because I. <laughs> They, you know what I mean? It was like they wanted me right now. And I'm like, oh, and then I kind of went back. And that's why I had to text the guy. And I felt bad. But it was because I had to text the guy and say, I'm sorry. I'm going on the air now. You can call me. But they're going to be asking. I mean, the Bears have made a lot of moves. I think the question is, really, it's not even with the Bills. I mean, they could do anything. Does, does this Aaron Rodgers thing become official before 6 o'clock when I might come on with you again? I don't know. I mean, this is unbelievable with this guy again. I'll say yes. I'll take the under if the line is 6. Okay. All right. Uh, I think so, too, by the momentum of it, the way it looks and the way it feels. I'd probably go that route, but at the same time, I think I've thought that for a while and it still hasn't happened. Right. Yeah, I would have said the under whatever we thought like two years ago. How long will it be before he's off the Packers? I would have thought, oh, it'll be pretty soon. <laughs> he's, he's still not. All right. Thank you, Sal. You got it. There you go. There's our Sal Capaccio, maybe just for the first time today. Uh, on the Western Hotline, his appearances are brought to you by New York's only outlet, Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? All right. Well, it's not uh, at all surprising that Edmonds basically priced himself out uh, here. And so, wish him well. Is it a good investment by the Bears? I mean, the Bears have tons of money here, like record amounts. And so if that's my team, I'd be wanting them to spend it. Like, this is good. And you can't get only wide receivers. <laughs> so, you know, fine. But I don't really need the Bills to be a team that is breaking records for contracts to inside linebackers. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I, I think, you know, more than one thing can be true at once. I think this has been a good player, an important player, and I think it's a hole that they'll need to fill. But right from the start. I mean, even really, I would even say going back, when did Milano sign 
a fit, like it was two years ago. I think so. And and they, and they got that done with him, and I just felt like that right then. I might have even said it. The clock is ticking on Edmonds because you know you've got you've got big money now tied up in one of your linebackers. What are the chances you can afford? to do that for two guys at that, you know, at, at, at a similar position. I know they play different spots on the field. I just never thought it was that likely, and I I don't know. I'm, I think they'll miss him, and it's, and it's a hole to fill, but I'm relieved that they didn't get him to take $15 million, say, if, like, that was their line. You know, if they had a, a figure in, in, in mind, I, I think that just would have been too much coupled with Milano to spend on linebackers. If this isn't fair, you'll tell me. I mean, I feel like the Bills with a lot of players, especially including Milano, and you know, think of Knox who got a contract last summer uh, before he was up. They plan ahead. Like if if they is this not fair? If they thought Edmonds was vital or relatively speaking that to their team, he would have been signed a year ago. Like they would have figured out a way. Maybe mm-hmm. then. I mean. You could still have a player who thinks, no, I'm going to break records in free agency. There's, I'm, not, I'm not even going to have the conversation. But with other players, like, of course, Allen, but with other players, the Bills got, got ahead on it and didn't get to a point where we're at here. And that's why just saying it, it, it's, in, it's insufficient to just say, well, they don't have the money. Because they, like a good team would do, they plan out where they're going to spend, how they're going to spend. And so I don't I don't feel like they I, I'm sure they've been preparing for this maybe for more for a long time. Yeah, that, they, they, they might have very matter of it's possible um, that they tried to get him signed to some number. You know, I, I don't know if it's as, as big as 15, uh, but, you know, ahead of time, you know, before last season you know, give the player some security and, you know, it's not going to be your market value, but, you know, we value you. It's possible that they just thought that's too much money on linebackers, period. Sort of like on a, on a very entry-level way, like I'm saying, we know we can't afford these two guys. Maybe even when they kept Milano, they knew, like, all right, well, let's enjoy Edmonds while we have him because there's no way we can pay two linebackers that much money. I don't know that they think that, but I always sort of suspected it. And so, yeah, I, I think what you're saying is fair. Like they, they may have known all along. We're, we're not whether we can do it is another question. Do we want to spend that much money on linebackers? And maybe the answer all along has been no. If it weren't that way, they would have maybe done something with them a long time ago. Not gotten gotten themselves into this moment where like they just right. couldn't do it. Eight oh three oh five fifty for your calls. We are pretty open the rest of the day. We want to be here for any new signings, any new announcements, good or bad, when it comes to the Bills or around the NFL. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, maybe, whatever happens with him and the other big ones. We're just going to sort of stay loose and plan on talking about talking about these things as they happen. Uh, maybe we'll talk to Sal again. 6.30 is Sabres pregame. We'll have Paul Hamilton on then. The Sabres are in Toronto. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. Lines open for you, as I'm saying. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 